0: We talking about practice, not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. It's easy to sum it up when you just talk about practice. I mean, listen, we talking about practice. I mean, how silly is that, man? We're talking about practice. We're talking about practice, man.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. We are talking about practice. Chico's only locally produced sports talk radio show. The world! Greatest sports talk radio show, according to my mother. <laughs> Once again, big shout out to you for joining us this evening. We are playing a little shorthanded, but my name is Jérôme Gilbert, co-host of the show Jérôme Jaber, as they say in français. Way way, little palevô français. All right, all right. Derek's in L.A. He's hanging out with fam. Brad is uh, drive lagged. He's Dead not alive. jet... I think he drove, so I, he's not jet-lagged. He's... He, Drove-lagged. He's, he's tired.
2: Tired, yes.
1: So he's out. But I got my man, Rude Dog, in the house, Rudy Vasquez. Let's go, baby. All right, so um, this happens a couple times a year where folks are... Uh, and for the most part, I'm always impressed by our dedication to the show. Because um, we only miss, like, maybe three Mondays, four Mondays a year. Every year, Yeah. Um, but um, every now and then, we have a missing team member. This week, we have 50% of the squad that you normally hear is out. Aaron will be, our foreign correspondent, will be in the airport during this. So she's going to miss oh, really? today. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it's Show. just you and me. It's we're, we're just roaming the wild together, my friend. Good, um, we got a lot to get to. And uh, I'm sorry, Derek will be joining us at one point because we have to talk to him. And just check in on the homie see how he's feeling yeah after the Dodgers got sent home by the Padres. yeah at
2: the same time he didn't lightly call it though
1: he did <laughs> you know? he did his pessimism paid off yes he uh, he was predicting that something bad was gonna happen he had an awful feeling all season long <laughs> um, he's be- he's been c- calling it out since
2: since day one
1: yeah, yeah really since the Dodgers started taking off in like month three of the season mm-hmm. um, when they start when we kind of saw how this was all going to play out. Yeah. Um, he's been calling it for a while. And, I mean, their run differential was plus 100 this season. Everything about him was, I think it was close to plus 200.
2: Yeah, it was over 200 during the season. Yeah, I think it fell off towards the end. But, uh, yeah, the Dodgers had an insane year like they usually do. They yep. always have a great regular season. Yep. But somehow, some way, Dave Roberts loves to, you know, mess things up. But, yeah, to poop but,
1: the bed. Yes. Poop, poop, butt, butt, soup. Um, performer of the week, Dave Roberts. And we'll get into that. We're going to talk a little hoop. Um, You got some picks coming up. We got all sorts of stuff. But let's get down to it. Week six is in the books. So I figured I had to bring it back, dude. Unfortunately for us, man, us Niners fans, um, it didn't go great yesterday.
2: It went horrible. That's what happened. It
1: really did. And... um, it was, it was a tough one. Uh, it was, excuse me. You're good. Are you dying? All right. So we have one, we're down to one host of the show as Rudy dies over there. But we have one rule around here at TBP, and it's simply, listen up, kids. Don't trust the Falcons. I've said it once. I'll say it again. You cannot, under any circumstance, trust the Falcons.
3: As Drew has always said, don't trust Atlanta. Yeah, you know, like yep. they have so many issues um, that Drew loves to bring up.
1: Nice. Yeah, I can't go all season long and say don't trust the Falcons and then pick them in the Super Bowl.
3: <laughs> that, <laughs> I mean, that would be great. I feel
1: it's, I can't pick Atlanta just because. All year long, since I think week three or four, I've been saying don't trust Atlanta on this show. So it's not just that. They have had a history of of being untrustworthy. And so until they won the Super Bowl, I'm going to continue to say don't trust the Falcons. And And if you're betting out there, take New England. (sighs) There you have it. You can never trust them. You can never trust them. To uh, win when you need them to win, yep. you can never trust them to lose when they're supposed to lose what you can trust them to do this season is to cover, the is to cover. Yeah. they are six and0 against oh, yeah. the spread this year Indeed, so if nothing more you have to give them their their that just respect, desserts dude, for yeah. for doing that constantly alone. covering the spread that's
2: that 's crazy to do especially in in today 's world in the, in the NFL betting this year has been uh, it's been ugly for everyone. But anywho, going back to the game, what is Kyle Shanahan doing? He's giving <laughs> you the ball to Jimmy G, dude. Jimmy G threw the ball forty-one times. We Jeff Wilson Jr. ran the ball seven times. We're a running team, dude. What is he? Is he blind? Is he scared? And is he getting like? i am I'm I'm clueless. I'm speechless. I'm pissed off. <laughs> he needs to go. I'm sick and tired of him doing what he's been doing all year. Yes, we had some injuries on defense. Uh yes, Bosa didn't play. Uh yes, Mosley, ball ball. We had some linemen go out early. We were down early, but we came back with ease. We yeah. came back with ease and we ended up tying the game. And then at the end of the day, Marcus Mariota comes down storming the damn field like he's you know, like a Heisman trophy winner. Mhm, and
1: uh, like the former Heisman Trophy winner, he is. Yeah. It was uh, it was brutal. I knew after the first drive, I was being very pessimistic in multiple Niners group chats again. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Um, and I did something that was really therapeutic for myself yesterday. Um, and I don't, I can't remember the last time I've done this. I just turned the game off in the third quarter. <laughs> really? Yeah, I just started watching uh, Better Call Saul. My fantasy.
2: Oh, you, you stopped watching completely.
1: Yeah, I just took I took a break. Damn. I just,
2: well, that's, that's great. That's hard to do.
1: I was just like, if the Niners come storming back, I'll know about it. Because my group chat will start yeah, going start crazy, up, right? Yeah. Um, and I just wasn't enjoying the morning slate of football. Um, even though a lot of underdogs won, there wasn't a lot of close games in that 10 o'clock yeah, window. That
2: is true.
1: And I was just like, man, this is a lot of, of my bandwidth to be you know, an investment of fantasy football and the bets I laid down and just, you know, it's hard man. rooting for the Niners and all that. Yeah. And so I said, I'm going to unplug. I'm just, yeah. I'm out of here.
2: That's, that's savage. dude. I
1: got to tell you. So Steph comes home yesterday and she's like, you're not watching football. Right. Cause she was out of town. She went to the country concert. And I was like, no, the Niners are going to lose. And she goes to who? And I said, Atlanta. And she goes, the Niners are <laughs> losing to the Falcons? And I was like, uh, yeah, babe. And she's like, is it your guys' role? Like, don't trust the Falcons? I was like, yeah, babe. That's where we're Avid at. listener. Shouts out to Steph
2: for that one. Yeah.
1: Uh, but she just started cracking yeah, up. I and I was, was just like, yeah. Why do I care so much? This is so stupid. It's
2: not. It's just being a loyal fan, man. We grew up loving the Niners. And yep. uh, it's hard not to love them. And as much as you want to hate them, like I hate them right now. I hate, I don't hate our team. I hate our head coach. Uh, it's hard not to love them and hate them, and and it's one of those teams that you just have to roll with them regardless of what happens. So I'm,
1: you're already done with Kyle Shanahan. Oh yeah, I, I've been. There's done. no going but, no,
2: back. you that was done when you were done with him in the Super Bowl when we were. You know, in the lead, mm. going into the halftime with yeah. a minute and a half left, Yeah. Like, oh, we felt comfortable being uh, having the lead against the Chiefs. So I'm like, bro, it's the damn Chiefs. Yeah, it's you need
1: Patrick to be up like That's Andy Reid over Yeah, there. you need to be up seventy points to yeah. feel real comfortable. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm with you, bro. I mean, I think Kyle Shanahan, obviously, um, his offensive scheme. Typically, he's he's been regarded as a genius, but this year the offense has not been working. Now, I am curious to know if it's because he, on some level, he had to have inserted a totally different offense for Trey Lance to operate this season. And we saw that in game one, which was really hard to see anything. But we were seeing a lot of, not even RPOs so much as just straight up, uh, designed runs yeah. and i'm i'm imagining off of that there was going to be a lot of rpo's for uh, for Trance. Mitchell, which, and, Mitchell yeah, and, and Debo oh, and yeah. you know Jeff Wilson and all these and guys anyone. Brandon all those guys and, could have
2: run that
1: right and then you don't uh, in week 2 you know and <laughs> was it the second no. quarter or first it, quarter was it
2: week 2 or week 3 pretty
1: sure it was week 2 wasn't it okay yeah the seahawks was week two. right yes, yeah, yeah. Um, we lose Trey Lance, right? Obviously, and you you imagine that the training camp had to be predicated on this new offense. And Jimmy G wasn't even practicing with the team; he was off to the side yeah, most of training out. camp.
2: Yeah, Push us and setups.
1: So I think a lot of a lot of the complaints about the offense are justified in the sense that yeah, the offense looks really. Uh, poopy, yeah, right? Not on the same page. But I do, I have to imagine that some... Kyle Shanahan didn't become an idiot all yeah, of a sudden. No. And at the same time, they—it's
2: he's been on the damn team for the past three years.
1: Dude. No doubt, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm guessing training camp was mainly dedicated to, to a different type of... Yes, you're right. Different type of offense, different packages, that they simply can't run with Jimmy G, that they felt they could with yeah. Trey Lance. And so... I knew it was going to take a while for the offense to catch on uh, when Trey Lance went out. Um, What was surprising, even with all the injuries, was the opening drive. The Falcons just driving the ball down the field and scoring a touchdown. Mm -hmm. That hasn't been done in like 10 or 12 weeks (laughs) um, against the Niners, so I was really surprised to see that, as anyone would be who's been paying any attention. Um, But yeah, I'm not done with Kyle. I just... I, I'll, I'm willing to give them time. Just when Trey Lance went down, my hopes for the season went down with it. I still think we us. can make the playoffs. We're in a pretty
2: yeah. We have the crappy we division. Pretty right? much have the best team the Niners have seen on paper in quite some time. Yeah. So this is going We're just to injured Hart. again. Yeah. Again and
1: reminiscent again. of what 2020 when everyone went out. Yeah. By week 4 against the Jets, our starting quarterback was out, Bosa was out. Everyone was injured that year and yep. it's starting to look like that again this Mostert year.
2: Was out. Yep. Everyone was out. But...
1: And it's just, you know, it's 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 heartbreaking, but yeah, we'll it's... we'll keep it moving because let's instead of let, instead of being depressed and upset about the Niners, we can laugh at Brad's Green Bay Packers cuz y'all just lost to the Jets in Lambo at home dude in Lambo the Jets came back in Lambo um Jets were one of 11 on third down conversions and still won that game still won the damn game dude that's crazy who does that footballs dude (laughs) football is weird it's a weird sport I that's the only thing I can say to explain that the one thing I would say that is interesting or the the most interesting storyline to me here is what's going on with Aaron Rodgers this season he hasn't had the numbers we're used to him having you would imagine obviously his play would dip a little bit with losing Devontae Adams Um,
2: but it's been a precipitous fall this season it's been night and day for that team uh the the o-line isn't there he got sacked four four or five times four times for Mm. 36 yards combined yeah which is yeah that's insane in one game yeah uh he, he went 26 for 41 246 and one touchdown he didn't throw a pick but it's weird it's weird he's not connecting with anyone out there. I mean, he doesn't have anyone to damn to throw the bar besides. Yeah. Uh, what's his face? Uh,
1: Lazard. Lazard. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I'm so I'm curious because Aaron Jones was running the hell out of the ball and um, for a couple games this season they just seem to get away from that run pass balance and I I understand the temptation with having a quarterback the caliber of Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. But at the same time, like. I, I just, I, I'm confused as to why they got away from it. So, um, yeah, the Packers not looking great. And that's always great. You know what else is great? The Cowboys losing. That's always good for me. That's always good for me. Especially I see on national television, dude. A prime game. Yep. Yep, I saw our boy Pepe, who is a big Cowboys fan, on Saturday. And it just brought joy to my heart to know that uh, the very next evening, he was somewhere sad because his team (laughs) lost. And I never feel that way against my auntie, Ariel. I love you. Thank you for listening. Um, But I just, I I don't like your team. I don't like the Cowboys. The whole world hates the Cowboys. Yes. um, Except for your... Millions of bandwagon fans. Yeah, I don't
2: know how there's so many damn Cowboy fans in. It's rough. It's
1: rough. Um, I do want to talk about uh, Baltimore. They just continue to struggle. That secondary still banged up. Oh, man. And just the lack of weapons. I mean, J.K. Dobbins, okay. He's he's pretty decent. Oh, he's good. And Duvernay and um, uh, what? Can you drink? No. Um, what's their other? What? wide receiver. I can't... Why am I drawing such a blank right now? Mark Andrews... No, Mark...
2: is An- a salve. Yeah, uh, Mark yeah. Andrews, it's obviously... Like tall, skinny dude.
1: Yeah. Oh, God. It's going to drive me crazy. Anyway, um, I, it's just so
2: inconsistent this season, and is it just the defense? I'm not exactly sure. It's, it's both. It's both, and it's not... Throughout the whole game, They they dominate three quarters of the game, and they just... You know, they just go to poop. Yep. In the fourth quarter... Yeah, the past what three, four games they have just blown it, and they're blowing it against a quote unquote three, four and one Giants team. Yeah, that is has no one besides Saquon Barkley who is playing lights out. He is playing pissed off. And yeah, he is
1: Giants are five and one right now. Five and one, dude. I Giants. will say Daniel, when,
2: Daniel Jones, 5 and 1.
1: When we're, when we're raising the alarm about Baltimore, to be fair to them, they've lost three games this season by a combined seven points.
2: Yeah, but they're blowing leads.
1: Yes, in Absolutely. every one of these games. Every single every one, one of, of them. Those losses, against, the Bills, against the Bills, against the Dolphins, and now against the Giants. The Dolphins so.
2: was worse because they're up by uh, like 18, 20 yeah, points in yeah. yeah. fourth with six minutes. Left yeah, that was crazy. Of a sudden, two of throws for what, five, 600 yards, and it's. It's it's hard to see because Baltimore is a good team. I'm mm. a huge fan of Lamar Jackson. I'm a huge fan of John Harville. I mean, he's been there, what, 10-plus years? Yep. And uh, I would say closer to 15 because he was a
1: head coach in 2012 when they beat us in the Super Bowl. Okay. And he had been there for a you're while probably, already. You're probably
2: right, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird, man. It's, it is. It's really, really – it's too weird, especially seeing it on the gambling aspect. It's like, oh, okay. I got this one. No, oh, you don't got anything. And I taught myself that you don't have anything till there's zero on that damn clock, dude.
1: Yeah, facts. Um,
2: speaking of that, how'd you do uh, betting yesterday? I know we're going to get
1: into your picks, but just out of pure curiosity.
2: Oh, your boy was down heavy. Mm-hmm. Too heavy. Too heavy that I didn't leave the damn house because I was so stressed out. Uh, your boy took... So what I technically do, I, I, I pick two teams that I love. And I bet those individually, and then I parlay them with two other teams. So there's usually four teams that I like to roll with. This weekend, Packers money line, Tampa Bay money line, Baltimore money line. So I parlayed all those damn teams, bet them individually, and we all know what the hell happened then. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, stressed out a little bit, but it's, you know, we still got four, four or five other games towards the end. Your boy rolls with the Bills heavy. I mean, I'm talking about heavy, heavy. Roll with them and thank God they pulled it out. Yep. Patrick Mahomes had the ball left with a minute left. I'm like, oh God, here we go. Yep, but yep. Bill's defense is the truth, man. Yeah, they're really, really good. They are nasty. And I don't know if you guys heard that story about the uh, their safety or cornerback that had a rib injury. He wasn't clear mm. to fly, so he hired a driver to drive in 15, 15 hours to the game and yep. playing. He's a captain as well. So that that team is dedicated to win. They're playing pissed off football. Josh Allen is a machine. Uh, they both. I mean, they, was, that was a great game in general. They both uh, threw over three hundred yards. Um, yeah, it was, it was a fun game to watch. The AFC is, is,
1: um, is exciting this year. The NFC, however, not so much. We know the Eagles are good. I don't know if any other team in the NFC is good. I, everyone Man, is in the everyone mix. Everyone is
2: beating everyone right now. Yeah, ev- it's Besides a lot Eagles.
1: more parity w- than we've seen in a long time. Yeah. The Eagles are the only undefeated team left in the NFL, and they're the only team that I can say without a doubt it's a good team a in good the team. NFC. It's a solid team Yeah,
2: on all three three sides of the football. Yeah, I was
1: listening to the Dan Levitard show with Stu Gatz earlier, and Stu Gatz suggested that um, the Bills and Chiefs just play a best of three for the Super Bowl. <laughs> that would get rid of the playoffs. <laughs> that
2: would be sick. <laughs> that would be fun. I would pay to see that, man. That would be great. I'd pay, that would pay be great. for me to see that. <laughs> we need something like that, Do We need... To, and then going back to the NFL, uh, well, that's a grind my gears. I'll, I'll say that okay. later.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah, we definitely got some grind my, yeah. grinds my
2: gears coming up. Um, oh, but, uh, going back to my bets, I'm sorry. Yes, yes, uh, yes, yes. Killed it with the Bills, thank God. Uh, killed it with the Eagles, Monday, uh, Sunday night game. The past couple of Sundays, I've been catching myself chasing on the Sunday night games mm. and Monday night games, and I've been hitting, dude, every damn Sunday night. Oh, okay, that's and always the nice. over and under. Knock on wood, because I got your your boy has uh, the under tonight at 47 and a half and the uh, Chargers money line. So we'll see how that's going. But anywho. So, yeah, somehow, some way your boy ended up, you know, almost breaking even, which should have been an ugly ugly day one of those days that i'd call my mom like hey i need to stay at my aunt's house in mexico <laughs> or be um pleading to you know canada <laughs> you're not going to see your boy for a minute because yeah your boy's down big time but <laughs> yeah josh allen the bills shot shouts to you uh jalen hurts shouts to you as well and uh, jerry jones you're still owning the cowboys dude thank you <laughs> do you watch patrick
1: mahomes and josh allen and just get jealous at of- other teams have them as their quarterbacks. Oh, Hunter,
2: especially Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Because we had a chance to get him. Yeah. Yeah, that, that one year. I forgot who he picked up. I think one like, Salmon Thomas or some yep. stupid yep. pick. That... Oh, yeah. <sighs> yeah. I, at least we're not the Bears and pick like, Mitch Trubisky, and that was a complete failure, but it You're doesn't right. matter. But watching Patrick Mahomes does really hurt me a lot. Yeah, it
1: breaks my heart a little bit a every time lot, I see him playing. And yeah.
2: Like, he could have been the Niner, and yeah. God knows how many. Uh, how many rings we would have if we had them. Oh, God. Under center. But. Yeah.
1: What could have been? What could have been? It would have shoulda.
2: Yeah. Uh, let's keep it moving.
1: Um, it's been a while, but I think it's appropriate just because NBA season starts tomorrow. Ooh-wee. The NBA season starts tomorrow. Let's go. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Um, I wanted to just kind of break down some of the storylines I'm most excited about this season um, to kind of get us ready for the NBA season. And in no particular order, Ja, baby. Ja Morant. I'm just excited to see his development. He's just such a fun player to watch. Um, With that said, I do think the Grizzlies are going to finish outside of the top six in the West. Uh, 100%. um, The West is absolutely loaded and they're a young team, and I think, who knows? Who knows how last year could have gone if John Morant didn't get injured? I mean, do the Warriors even get past him? Who knows? But I do think that that arrogance that he has is awesome, but there's an unearned arrogance amongst that team, and I think in the playoffs, experience
2: usually wins out. Yeah, the crazy side about John Morant being out all those games last season was, they played better without him. They they're, did. They had a better just,
1: win-loss record. Win-loss. I'm not yep. saying,
2: yeah, they were just beating teams, blah, blah, blah. But it's just crazy to think that that player, that good, your team could be Blair. I guess it's the next man up. And everyone's right. like, okay, we need to step our stuff up right now. Or else right. we're not going to make it. Yep. But John Moran, he's the truth. Uh, he's my early candidate to win MVP next year. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited as, as 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 much as you are, dude. Because uh, John Morant is the truth, and the way that he drives the ball to the basket, dude, he has he's he's cutthroat, dude. He's he's a small dude, skinny yeah. at least. I don't know how tall he is, but uh, skinny dude, and he's not he's not afraid to bang in there with the big boys, dude. So John Morant.
1: Um, plus fourteen hundred. That's Ooh, great value. Holy. Futures odds on the MVP. Um, so you heard it here first. That's plus fourteen hundred. Put a little uni on there. You know what I mean. All right. Uh, another reason I'm really excited for the season. The Warriors' youngsters. I'm really looking forward to having um, all our guys back. To seeing the development for guys like Kaminga. guys like Moses Moody. To have Wiseman back. Wiseman. Yeah, to see we get it, we finally get a backup center um, to spell Kevon Looney a little bit, and so I'm really looking forward to seeing how those guys look, and especially now that you don't have Gary Payton, you don't have Otto Porter Jr. Um, there has th- some minutes have just opened up yeah, for these a guys, lot of minutes. yeah, and so I'm looking forward to seeing how they how and they mesh, develop and yeah, and see see what role they play this year.
2: How do you feel about the? Uh... You think that Draymond jordan Poole is going to get squashed up, or is he going to linger throughout the season? <sighs> he, dude, did homie got slept, dude. That wasn't a yeah. No, was, he got knocked out. He boy. did get knocked out.
1: Uh, he got absolutely rocked. It was, <laughs> I mean, completely over the line. I think that um, what Draymond did just made it easier for the Warriors to move, move off of move, him move after him. his... Um,
2: this is his last year, right? He has two years left, but I think next year is a player option. option. And then that's going to bring Yeah, so if they pick up that player option or he signs or whatnot, the Warriors will owe over 500 mil. On the luxury tax, yeah. Because they just signed <laughs> Poole. They
1: just signed Wiggins. Yeah, um, And, yeah, I, think, I do think that in that Draymond punch, he made it easier because he's such a crowd favorite, a fan favorite. Yeah. Um, he's been there for he's four like titles.
2: Thompson, those three players yeah. are the Warriors. Yes,
1: yeah. that's correct. But I think swinging on a young superstar in the making and the optics of it too, it was one thing to hear about it once you saw the video. Draymond is a seasoned vet and he's a leader on the team. He's yep. a team captain. You can't be doing that. No. And no. especially, the again, when you go to the optics, he's bi- he's considerably bigger. He's not much taller than than Poole, a big, he's a but he's dude. a big dude, right? Um, he's built like a tight end, yeah. you know? And... Once you see him just slump him like that, and then catch him because dudes just go into the floor, <laughs> like bro, like it's it's a bad look in it. But to answer your question, that was a very long one yeah, to answer. You're, you're good. I don't know that it festers in a negative way. Oftentimes, these things. In, it's either going to break a team or bring them even closer. And I, and I just heard a great podcast about this, uh, basketball, basketball Illuminati. Keep your third eye open. Check that, uh, Basketball Illuminati, last week's episode. They talked about this. They went through the history of fights um, between Kobe and Shaq when they got into it, in the Pro-Am um, between Jordan and Kerr, and all these all different the, fights yeah. that were publicized. And in most cases, the team got better after which. Um, And so I think there is something, there is a way to kind of, Embrace it and say, all right, competitive fire, us against the world. You know, look how the media treated us when this happened and it got out of house. You know, um, because Steve Kerr continued to talk about keeping that noise in house Um, and leaking that video is a big deal. Everyone's like, oh, is a video coordinator? It's pretty obvious to me. Um, It's no one who works in the front office because regardless of how crappy their job is, if it's a staffer or if it's someone a video coordinator, coordinator they're in it for the long run they're trying to make it in the NBA and your persona non grata if you get called out for this and you're done working in the NBA so my guess is you have someone like a security guard or someone who can go move laterally to another company who doesn't need the NBA necessarily right and working dream
2: job yeah Yeah. you
1: know uh, TMZ reportedly paid between 50 and 100,000 it's some low-level worker. Yeah. It is not someone who... High-ranking official within the lawyers. They're not doing that. And, and, and they probably paid way more than that.
2: I think that sounds pretty low.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's all speculation, I believe. Yeah, I don't I, think that was reported.
2: Yeah. And that's a pretty big gap um, if that <laughs> yeah. is reported. Either they i am thinking more like 200 k Yeah, I when, see so that. They, they probably said that initially, and they're like, okay, we'll send it over and see what you got. And they're like, okay, dude, open up the... The uh, the checkbook. What, yeah. do, what do you want, dude? So yeah.
1: yeah. Um, another reason I'm excited: Brooklyn Nets. I feel like that could be really messy. And I look forward to that. You have Ben Simmons yep. coming back to play this year.
2: Which is a head case.
1: You know? Yeah. I mean, I'm not talking. And they could
2: be really good, too. Yeah. That's the crazy thing. When well, anyway, I said headcase, I don't mean to talk smack on his, you know, his issues that he's dealing with, depression or whatnot, because that is a real thing. But at the same time, I can't wait to KD just to put him on blast. Like, you know, what the hell are you doing? But you have three all-stars playing on that team. They could be really good, dude. They could be. Really, really good if they wanted to be. Uh, yes, yeah, they the are question. currently plus 760
1: to win the... I mean, the, the books change depending on what, what book you're looking at. Um, they're anywhere between plus 760 to plus 900. And then over, it,
2: over under on games, they are a 50 and a half to win for the season. So, yeah. You know what's crazy? The Celtics... They're, they're favored. Um, they're favored to
1: win the championship. They're missing Robert Williams for the first two months of the season. Which is huge. And um, did y'all not hear about F.A.? Uh, <laughs> Homie Yeah, uh,
2: what's-her-face? Neil
1: Long? What yeah, are we doing? Dude. Their head coach is literally out for the season, yep. suspended because he was having some type of inappropriate relationship mm-hmm. with a uh, subordinate yep. in-house. Yep. Um, uh, and he is... Their head coach is missing. He's, he's a big piece. Over to what some drama. Yeah. No. And they're just like, "Oh yeah," Nope, Boston, we're going to favor them. (laughs) Yeah, which is why, how? Yeah, it's crazy. But going back to the Nets, I just think um, they could be really good or they could be a spectacular disaster, Mm -hmm. and I really look forward to that. Speaking of spectacular, I think the tanking this season with Victor Wembenyama waiting in the wings to be the the number 1 pick is going to be so blatant for the bottom teams the second half of the season. I think it's going to make the trade deadline Incredible this year. Oh yeah, because teams that had high hopes and start off a little slow gonna are tr- going to say, "Let's sell the farm." Yep, sell and everyone. Let's start over. Mm-hmm. And what the NBA did by flattening the um, odds, so so basically, it was all weighted before, right? If you were the worst team, you got the most amount of ping pong balls, and the lottery meant you had the best chance to win yeah. the number one pick. Now, I believe it is the the bottom four or bottom, I think it's the bottom four team, all have equal ping pong balls, balls now. And so they flattened that, that, that um, they flattened the ability to get the number one pick, which means more teams are in the running now. Yep. The way they have tried to counterbalance that with, is with the, the play-in game, which I think is awesome. But I just think because Victor is waiting there, the... It's gonna go crazy when it comes to um, the tanking, and it's gonna be so blatantly obvious, uh, and it's gonna be fun. So, yeah.
2: so, so the yeah. uh, so the bottom four teams uh, projected by Vegas. Thank you. Are the Rockets at twenty three and a half? Expected mm-hmm. the Jazz, which if you guys don't remember, they sold everyone Rudy Gobert and uh, Donovan Mitchell. Yep. Gone. Yep. Twenty three and a half. Pacers twenty two and a half. In the Spurs at 22-and-a-half, and, a half. and uh, I don't know if you remember uh, their head coach, um, Spurs head coach. Greg Popovich. Popovich said early, early in the week when a reporter asked him, oh, how do you feel about so-and-so betting $1,000 on the Spurs to win the like, Oh, What is he, stupid dude? We're not going to even make the playoffs. We're going to win like 10 games. He said something around those yeah. lines. So it's going to be interesting on in, uh, how those lines the spreads come out because uh, yeah. it's going to be pretty big and might as well bet against them, dude, because they have no one on the da- on those teams, especially those four teams.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm, I would bet the unders on their season totals on, for all of them as yeah, well. Yeah, 100%. All right. This is FM 90.1 KZFR Chico. We are people-powered community radio for the Sacramento Valley, the Foothills, and beyond. I want to give a shout-out to you once again for rocking with us. We also want to give a shout-out to our friends over at Paradise Community Guilds, fostering community by nurturing, practicing stewardship of nature and promoting values of sustainability. Paradise Community Guilds invites all people of goodwill and community spirit to help us carry out that intent. To get involved, visit paradiseguilds.org. Also on Facebook at... Or at 762-1490. Once again, we appreciate y'all rocking with us. The show on the way. We're going to get Derek here in a couple minutes um, and give him, we'll just give him the floor really to uh, to tell us how he feels yeah. about um, his Dodgers. Just, <laughs> it, this, is, this is a welfare check more than anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, this is a welfare check, so we just want to make sure our guy's doing all right. So we'll get him up in a minute. Um, but because we are short-staffed today, y'all get a treat. We're going to take a little music break. My man Stephen Joseph dropped The Book of Joseph um, last year. The album's incredible. I genuinely believe it to be an underrated or low-key classic album. From top to bottom, it's a great album, and it's only 35 minutes, so go check it out. But uh, let's get into one of his tracks while we get Derek on the phone, and we'll get right back to it. Sound good?
0: when I'm down to my last. I want my fans to hold me down like my arms in the cast. Been relying on some people that can't finish the task. Feel the only time they listen when I'm talking some cash. Homie, that's Red Talk. They don't care about the substance in your catalog. This ain't the message that'll make it on the trending blogs. Disadvantage, Watch me going to flip it like a corn toss. Missing this dead loss. I'm out of here. Seeing where I started looking back on my past. I could talk about the records in the goal as a past. I could smash on other rappers, but I give them a pass. They don't But you know what?
1: Alrighty, that's the homie, Steven Joseph does the hook knock, but now we have to bring on the one, the only Derek Isomacki, co-host down in LA right now, how you doing
3: bud? Um, I'm alive, that's all I can say right now, <laughs> I don't know how, how alive I feel right now, I mean, for all of you out there who are, um, took my word to the bank, I hope you did called it. Wish I put money in that bank right there because I could have made this dreadful feeling a little bit nicer with a little cash on hand. But no, I'm instead sitting here with my tears to drown in that sorrow of another failed Dodger season. So, once again, living up to our expectations. That's what we do best. And, um, yeah, no, I hate my life. <laughs> I, hate, I pretty much hate it right now. I hate a lot of things. Um <laughs> If if this is a series that finally gets Dave Roberts fired, uh, I'll 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 rejoice that moment in time right there. Um but oh my goodness. Just uh man, I don't know. I really don't know. I, I'm just I'm distraught. I'm I'm heartbroken. At the same point in time I knew it was coming. So it's like how can I hate myself for, for being in a situation? I knew it was happening. I knew it was, and who am I you know? Ah. <laughs> we did mention at the
1: top of the show that you, um, your pessimism paid off, that you had be- been predicting this for at least half of the regular season that none of this really matters because you just felt this way you had a gut feeling um that you couldn't explain we asked you to explain it multiple times and you're just like i just i don't know i just have this feeling it's just not gonna happen for us and um when the padres advanced you said you predicted that too you said you didn't really want to see the padres um and here we are now my friend
3: Yeah, uh, it really was like this entire season. As much as 111 games is great, it's throw it out the window. It means absolutely nothing. I'd rather us lose 111 games and not make October. That's honestly what I'd I'd rather have that season than have the best team in baseball or have had the best team in baseball for damn near the past decade and had nothing to show for it except for a 2020 World Series that we all know is tainted. And any Dodger fan out there that tries to say it's not tainted, you're just lying to yourself right now, and annoys me when you lie to yourself. You're trying to lie to me, and I know what we went through. It was a fake season. Yes, it was a real championship in that instance, but it's tainted. It's not 162 games, and that's what really matters in this sport is the length, the longevity of it, how long of a marathon it is. And you cut a marathon in half, it's no longer a marathon. You know, that's a half marathon, and we mock those consistently. <laughs> so we can't, oh, my God. You know, as a, as a Dodger fan, you know, it's just like, I, yeah, I just started off really I loved it. It was looking great, but there's just something about this team when it hits October that we just fall on our knees and I I don't know, I just feel like something has to change and if it's not Dave Roberts, I don't know what else is there to change. I mean it's just like it's it's preposterous to me that we have this good of a team for as long as we've had and we have a twenty twenty World Series that again tainted, you know? And it, like I can't cry anymore, man. I have no more <laughs> tears to give. I've got no more I, I, my caring for it is, like, you have to earn me back now, Dodgers. You have to win a World Series without me watching it for me to really care at this point in time because I, it's just too much for me. I, I can't take this emotional distress because, like I said, I lived in my pessimism for years, and it paid off, and I hate the fact that it paid off. But I just have to. I can't live, be an optimist and then, like, oh, yeah, it's going to face. Even though I can't be an optimist because I know already our history. I know what I am. I'm a pessimist to begin with. So if I try to take any type of optimism, it would just hurt even more right now. So, I don't know how much more I can hurt. It, 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 it sucks. Oh, that right. was
2: yeah. that was just beautiful. Thank you so much, dude. And you just made my night because that was the first time I've ever heard you say that that twenty twenty season was. T- yeah,
3: I was shocked to hear that. So um, uh, thank you for I, that. I'm pretty sure I've said it before that I know it was okay. like it, it, we went through something. And I think every. I feel like I've mentioned before that, uh, that I know that it is a not on the show, there. not on air. This not is the first time. This maybe is I the haven't done it on air. So fans, you're welcome right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've always realized that. Yes, I know what we went through. As well. But if we all went through that, and we came out on top. So we all went through that one jointed season, and we won that one. But again, that's again not enough. We should have had at least one more World Series win, if not two more. If we lost this one to the Padres and we had three more in the bank, I'd be like, okay, hey, we can't win them all. But we don't even win one. Like barely, we barely win one. That's what we barely win one, and it is. Ah, I don't I, know how much more I can take, man?
1: I will come to your defense with one thing here, and the one the one thing that I can say is I did not love. I thought some of the memes were funny, but I did not love the Giants fans coming out of the woodworks to troll the Dodgers when. The Dodgers did beat us in the playoffs last year, and we were nowhere to be found when it came to the postseason.
2: Yeah, you so, can't be doing that,
1: man. I get it. Eh. I get it. Listen, we hate the Dodgers. I get it. But you really don't have much of a leg to stand on. Nothing at all. When they beat us last year in the postseason, and we did, we played 500 ball, and the Dodgers won 111 games yep. to make the postseason this year. I get it. I get that you want to troll them, but I just thought. Yeah, maybe a little too far. This looks pretty petty. But pettiness is why we love sports, right? A hundred
3: percent. And like I said, I would expect nothing less from Giants fans uh, to do that. I expect I, I love you guys for not coming after me. You already know I'm already in my agony. and I'm wallowing in my own despair, so you don't need to pile on. But I get with Giants fans, you're, you're supposed to do that. Same point in time, I hate you all. You're all like terrible people. Um, and we still beat y'all last year. But that's, I can't even hang my hat on that, really. Like, it still sucks, that that's why I'm trying to hang my hat on the In fact, that I beat y'all in the playoffs. Like, that doesn't... I need a World Series. I need a World Series. And it's like, it's... It, it, and it's just so infuriating to me that this team makes October baseball the worst for me. When October baseball is supposed to be the best. And I'd rather, honestly, like I said, I'd rather not participate in October baseball to be able to watch it without the idea that we're going to lose in October. <laughs> I can't
1: take it anymore. You just want to be able to deta- detach. I got it. Um, let me. <laughs> I don't even know if I should bring this up because I don't. We only have eighteen minutes left in the show, but I feel like I have to. I have to get your take on it. Okay. So, in retrospect, how about Dave Roberts pulling Kershaw to be ready for the postseason in that perfect game when he pulled him in the seventh inning?
3: <laughs> All for naught, man. Oh, man. I mean, that would have been something. If Kershaw was able to get a perfect game, that would have been insane. We didn't have one this season. You know, we got a couple of no-hitters, but no perfect game. We, even have, we only had one real no-hitter. I think we had a couple of combined no-hitters, but only one real no-hitter, if I think of. But either way, no perfect game, and that would have been special. That would have been a nice little little cherry to hang our hat on because is, you know, no matter what, is our man, and we love him. But, yeah, I mean, Dave Roberts, again, I, if this is a series that gets him fire, then I'll take it because I've been calling for his job for years now. And if this doesn't, if something doesn't change, I don't know what the change you're going to make is to make our to make us over to overcome this hurdle right now because there's clearly something that happens with Rob Roberts in October where he just makes rash decisions that bite us in the ass.
1: Yeah, Dave Roberts has to go. I think that's the general consensus from every everyone. <laughs>
3: he's just yeah, got to I mean, go. Dodgers fans, we've been talking that for, for quite some time right now, ever since the 20s. The, I, I, I was after him in 2017, even though we lost the, the Astros in the cheating year. 18, was that was a Boston team that was meant to win. 19 was a year that I think he really blew it, and 21 was another year he really blew it. So he's blown it. And then this year, I mean, I don't think he really blew it this season so much as our offense is just stagnant and awful. But he did do some questionable things in that game four in terms of pitching changes that just really, really – dug our grave even deeper and made it impossible for us to get out of it
0: we
1: appreciate you uh you opening up to us today and sharing with yeah, the audience yeah, no, I, you I,
3: were I, a good I'm sport some grievances right now i haven't really <laughs> talked about it since that i i didn't watch the game like i couldn't watch it i heard it yeah i knew it was happening yeah it was um yeah no for all of you out there I, the pain is real I'm trying to push it down as much as possible, like a good guy I am, you know? Just keep the pain down.
1: <laughs> My man. All right, brother. Yo, enjoy time with the fam. Tell everyone we said hello, and uh, we will see you next week.
3: Will do, y'all. Happy. What up, party people? Love you, all the listeners. I thank you all for sticking with us, and you guys as well for calling and reminding me of uh, the sorrow that I am as a dog. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we got you, bro. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. All right, all right man, man. Peace. <laughs> um, that was great. I really appreciate him. Um,
3: you know, I don't know that
1: I
2: would have taken it that well. Uh, no. no, I just I I think he took it pretty well since he knew what was coming. But years, you know? yeah, he did know.
1: Yeah, he like we said earlier, he was predicting this, um, and just years, ten years, uh, making the postseason in a row, absolute regular season dominance. And to have your one World Series be in a weird year, COVID year. Half, in a half year. Not in front of fans. That too, yeah. You know, um, it's tough. It's tough. And, um, you know, I would... Knowing Derek as long as I've known him, I think winning a World Series means more to Derek than it does to any one of my friends at this point. And I don't think... And he admitted as much, that he didn't get the true celebration of winning a World Series, being that it was... A World Series with an asterisk. Mm-hmm. There was no parade. Yep. You know, it was just a weird season. There was not a single fan at any one of those games. It's not the same, right? Just like the Lakers championship, and I know you're a Lakers fan, this isn't to hate. It's the same thing. Though. It's just not the yeah. same and, in the bubble, right? And, and, it doesn't hold the same weight. Exactly. At the end of the day, it counts the same, but from the fans' perspective, it doesn't feel the same. Nope. Right? LeBron can say I have four titles. Kershaw can say I'm a World Series winner. But at the end of the day it just does not feel the same no, and no, it's not even close. Dude. No.
2: Not even close.
1: Um so there
2: you have it ladies and gentlemen. At, we... the, at the same yes, time go ahead. Dodgers could burn and go to hell. I hate yeah. the Dodgers. Yeah. So yeah. I don't feel bad for Derek. Sorry. You're my boy. I love you to death, but I just don't feel I don't, I don't feel bad for you. Fair enough. And to all my other Dodger fans. <laughs> 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 Padres suck, too, but I hate the Dodgers a little bit more.
1: I'm with you. Um, let's get to some picks, shall we?
3: In this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. And after what you've gone through, if you haven't done that by now, it ain't gonna never happen. I gotta tell you, it's just occurred to me what the student body has been chanting for the last two or three minutes. It's the name...
2: All right, guys. Last week was brutal. I already mentioned it earlier, but hey, today is the new week. Oh, I forgot to mention my uh, my worst bet of the week last week. Oh it, yes, let's get into that. I thought it was probably I was just laughing the whole time. <laughs> it was uh, was it game three, game three, game four of uh, the Astros Mariners over and under was seven. I'm like ah. You know, the Mariners should win this game. Astros have a great offense. I'm going to take the over. What happens? The complete <laughs> opposite. 18 innings of 0-0 zero, <laughs> zero baseball. 1-0 oh, end. And I'm like, dude, see? This is what happens to your boys. So I, I, <laughs> I was laughing the whole time. I'm like, yeah, it is what it is. But, hey, it's a new week. That it's a new week, new baby. Money, so let's get to it. First pick of the week. I like the Texans on the road on the spread against the Raiders. Both coming off a bye. The Texans are that sneaky team, dude. So take take them uh, take the points. I'm gonna buy a point at plus eight. I uh, I think it's gonna be a close one. But uh yeah, I think they could even win it, dude. Who knows? Uh second pick of the week. This is gonna be uh unpopular one with a lot of you guys, but hey. Uh, let's do it. I got the Niners. Niners no. at home against who? The Chiefs. Wow. I'm going to take the points at plus three. I'm going to buy a point, get him at plus four. Wow. I, if uh, Depending on our defense, if we come back healthy, it really depends on Bosa. If Bosa does not play this game, I'm not going to touch this game. So if Bosa's playing, I'm taking the points at plus four. I
1: like the caveat. that That is important. Yeah,
2: that is huge. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, my other team, hold on. Oh, I'm taking the Jets. Yes, J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. On the road against the Broncos. I'm taking the points on that one. They're at plus, uh, plus two and a half right now. So let's get that money, boys. Let's get it.
1: I like it. I like it. Um, I look forward to it. Let's see. Let's see what happens. See how they pan
2: out, man. Yeah. I don't want to be
1: stressing out and not leaving the house again. But hey, let's go. (laughs) Uh, I did want to get into some more hoop, just because again the NBA season starts tomorrow. And this season, for whatever reason, I just have more. Higher hopes for this season. I'm just really excited. Um, and I'm not exactly sure why. Maybe it was kind of the slow start to the NFL season. The season hasn't had... To me, at least, it hasn't had the um, the dramas some past seasons. It hasn't been as intriguing, and I'm sure that'll change. I think a lot of that has been the parody, right? We don't have these teams that you just hate because you're like, oh, who the hell is going to beat these guys? Mm -hmm. You don't have your Pats from back in the day, or you know, the Chiefs obviously look great, the Bills look great, the Eagles look great. but you don't have that dynasty team that you're rooting against, necessarily. Um, and then in the division we're in, with the being Niner, Niners fans, the division we see the most, they're all a bunch of 500 teams. Yeah,
2: we're all in the middle.
1: Yeah, we're everyone's stuck right, there. right there. We
2: don't want to be better. We, yeah. we don't want to be worse.
1: Right, everyone is right there. So.
2: The Rams sucks. Yeah. The Niners suck. Cardinals suck. We, we all suck. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So this is why I want to talk some hoops, because I am really excited about uh, the NBA season. And one of the things that I am really intrigued to see this year are the Lakers. and really? Yes, I'm very interested ah. to see how they're going to be. Um, at least starting the season, you have a healthy Anthony Davis, which... The that's, Lakers have not had in a few years to start the season.
2: Yeah, well, the, the only year we had them healthy is during COVID when we won. Right. But and, that was a short season.
1: That's correct. <laughs> and I'm really interested to see how this Russell Westbrook thing goes. I've been talking about it all off season. I am super curious to see how this goes. I don't... I'm, Russell Westbrook made it to where he made it in life because he's stubborn. Oh, yeah. And he's a really tough guy to play with at this point in his career he's because he's stubborn.
2: Player. He's stubborn, and he's not the same player that he used to be, man. Yeah, I mean, you look
1: at the transformation for someone like a Car- Carmelo Anthony, who laughed at the idea of coming off the bench and a year later decided, I'm going to take a role coming off the bench, he was, right?
2: He killed with Portland. He, yeah. was, he was good with us as well.
1: Yeah, he, he, he played a role for the Lakers um, last season. And I'm just curious... Um, I don't know if Russell Westbrook has that in him because no. he's always been undersized. He wasn't a big prospect coming out of high school. He wasn't a big prospect coming out of um, college, and he has defied every all the odds to make it to where he's made it, and I'm just curious to see... How that works with Pat Bev there now? This new look
2: Lakers team. I'm just really curious. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued myself. Uh, I expect nothing from us at all. Really? Uh, yeah, we, we, dude. We have the same team that we had last year, besides one or two players. And those two players are who Patrick Beverly and uh, Dennis Schroeder, which he's out for the first like two or three weeks of the season, anyways. So, but we we pretty much have the same damn team it really going to is going to come down to uh AD being healthy mm. and AD putting in the work cuz it's throughout his whole career he's lazy over the offseason but who knows this is all <laughs> just speculation but he is injury prone he's a big dude that's what happens lebron is going to get his he always gets his he's going to average 25 to 28 points a game you know 8 to 10 boards 8 to 10 assists that's natural mm. but uh it really is going to come down to AD's uh, health, and him being I agree. on the four. If, if he stays healthy, I'd say a top six finish, maybe. I think so, too. He's Lakers only... are 40, 45 and a half.
1: Are you going over, under? Oh, under,
2: 100%. You're going under. Yeah, I'd say 40. I think we won 38 games last year, 37 games last year, around there. Get yeah. Yeah, I'd say about four. It's going to be close. I'd say 42,
1: 43. So you're thinking 500. You're going to be around 500 yeah. this season. Yeah. Interesting. I honestly think that the Lakers are going to be um, significantly. I think they're going to be significantly better than last year. Right around that. I think they're going to be around 48, 49,
2: okay.
1: 50 wins this Which season. It
2: could happen, man.
1: I just don't see that team imploding again if if they stay Somewhat
2: healthy. Somewhat healthy. No BS between, you know, it's it's going to blow off yeah. between Patrick and uh, Russell. It has, you imagine it will. Yeah, it has. There's no way around that. It, it's just a time yeah. ready to explode. It's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. It's just pe- depending on when and where in yeah. the season. Could it be in the beginning. Could be when we're doing a playoff push. Who knows? It's just time will tell on that one. Agreed.
1: Um, and then the last thing I wanted to talk about. The Sacktown Kings, baby. I'm really excited about dude, this team. for the
2: first time, they got squad. I am
1: really they excited. Got that,
2: that dude from uh, Iowa. What's his name? Out there balling right now? They're, uh, they're... Oh, um, um, um,
1: um, uh, Keegan Murray, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah Keegan yeah. Murray. Dude, he's balling, bro. Yeah, he's playing nice. Um, they got a nice little team. Harrison Barnes, a great vet. De'Aaron Fox, baller. I He doesn't play well late because I think he... he he does take a little. He's
2: doing too much. For he the
1: does team. a little too much. Yeah, I think yeah. he got paid, and he was like, "I need to be the guy. That's yeah. who they expect me to be." Um, but I like Kevin Herder. I like uh, Holmes, Malik from, uh... Monk. I like. Oh,
2: they got Malik Monk too. Yeah. Oh wow.
1: Davion Mitchell. They is, got uh, Demontis Sabonis. Sabonis. Thank yeah. You. Which um, I love.
2: I love. So- I'm a huge. Sabonis yeah, fan.
1: I am too. He's I am band. really really looking forward to <laughs> They got squad. Trey Lyles is a good player. I mean yeah.
2: they got they got uh yeah, I would not be I would not be surprised. They're going to be in the play in this year. No, I, I won't be surprised that they uh higher than the Lakers. Really? Yeah. I mean you, you hit, so yes, Darren. yes TJ, you hit it you heard it here first. I do predict the Kings will have a better record than the Lakers this year.
1: I will go one further than that. Oh. I will say of all the over under totals in the NBA, okay. the one that I am most confident in which is the Sacramento Kings at 33 and a half I'm going That's to over, over they are 33 oh, and a half. Put that I money am in now. hammering that because like I said, I think a lot of teams are going to dramatically tank oh, this yeah. year to get Victor. And the Kings aren't. And the Kings aren't and this I think they give a bleep more than most teams. I really do. I think...
2: Well, the whole town is tired, bro.
1: The Warriors are susceptible to having... They had a slump last year. I think they finished the season like 22-20 and in their last 40 games.
2: Well, that's because of injuries. A lot of players.
1: Yes, they were missing a lot of players. But also, you're coming off a title defense. These guys, for the most part, just named some of their players on the Kings. They're young. They're hungry. Um, It means a lot to them. They're tired of getting pooh-poohed, yeah, uh, and, you know, an hour and a half away from the champs, just up Highway 80 right okay. there, you know. I think they're tired of it. I think these young dudes are going to play I like play that. well this season. I'm really looking forward to catching some Kings games. I was just looking at tickets last night. I'm definitely going to go to uh, a handful of Kings games this year. So uh, the Sacramento Kings, you heard it here first, people. Hammer that 33-and-a-half over. That is
2: money right yeah. there. That is money. I don't <laughs> know they're – I'm – so let's check it out the Damn, 33 and a half. 33
1: yeah. and a half. Go over. D-
2: drop a note on at least a note. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Um, before God, I've never been so excited for the damn kings of my dad <laughs> I hope Darren. I was trying to get Darren on the show tonight, buddy. Oh, uh, to... yeah.
1: We need to get him on the show soon. Yeah. I think I think they're get, his squad's going to be really good. Before we get out of here, I have a couple quick grievances to uh, take to air. All right? Is that cool? Oh, yeah.
2: Let's do it. You know what really
1: grinds my gears? When people do not clean up after their dog poops on the ground. Dude, especially when you're watching them, too. It's unreal. <laughs> have you no shame? <laughs> Dude. People want to talk I about agree. politics Dude, being the end really of America? No. Yeah. It's that mentality oh, yeah. that I don't have to clean up after my dog's own poop. That is the mentality that is destroying the fabric of our society. <sighs> I hate those people. I you got one.
2: got one? I got one real quick. You know what really grinds my gears? Who does these damn schedules for the NFL on these prime games?
1: Oh, man.
2: We saw it. Watch- these prime time games Washington, are tough. Washington, uh, the Bears last week, uh, Sunday night. We, we had, had
1: Denver Indy the week
2: before yeah, on Thursday night. was horrible. Yep. This yep. week, hold on, this week, real quick, real quick. Saints-Cardinals Thursday, I could live with that. That's fine. Steelers-Dolphins, eh. Monday, Bears-Patriots on Monday night. Man. Bears-Patriots, dude. <clears throat> Let's go. You're trying to attract the the fan that doesn't watch the game. Well, and
1: then the Bills Chiefs doesn't get a primetime slot? You feel me? What are we doing? You're watching the Cowboys on Sunday night, bro? We saw Mahomes and Josh Allen. That was a great trade game.
2: great game to 3 watch.
1: touchdowns in a minute and 36 yeah. seconds in boom, the playoffs boom, boom, boom. last year. What are we doing? <sighs> oh, I'm with you there. Oh god.